Hi, Jason. How are Hi, you? Hi, Vicky. So, are you are you uh, are you ready for Christmas? Have you done all your Christmas shopping? Oh yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's it's been a bit. It, really, it's been a bit easier this year. Not just because of lockdown. Um, my mum decided that she was going to go to Egypt oh, wow. with her boyfriend for Christmas. Uh, so so she's out sunning herself um, in a place called Hagada, which is sort of the sort of touristy type re- region. Yeah. I suppose you'd call it. Um, so didn't have to didn't have to worry about that. Um, obviously, can't go and see anyone really. Uh, we were going to go and see my sister um, and my brother and their respective partners. Um, we were basically just going to stay at my mum's house because she's not there. Um, but then, obviously, tier four got announced like a couple of days before. We we're like, right, well, better box yeah. it all up and send it down in the so- post then. Just gonna um, so uh, go on. Uh, no, we've got um, Sammy's Sammy's daughters with us as well. So uh, yeah, so we we've got um, yeah, we're well, getting up at six a.m. Apparently, that'll that'll be fun. Six. Open the presents. <laughs> Make sure not, not, yeah, yeah. Not well, me too. Not not for a long time for me. This will this will be first one for me. So um, yeah, it it will be it will be great. Uh, as they say, um, but uh, I've managed managed to work in. Uh, we have a Christmas tradition in in our family, as as many do. Um, uh, but so the one thing that I've I've bought in uh, this year is we always have boiled eggs oh, and well, soldiers for breakfast right. on Christmas morning. Um, yeah, I mean uh, it's it's a fantastic you breakfast. You 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 can't really beat it to be honest. Like I know you know bake, bake up. You can't. I mean. I know, I know, bacon and fry ups and and all that. It's great. It's fantastic. But well, this this is this is always a question. Like, I don't, I don't have a set. I don't have a set way to go. Like, I they each have their pros. Like the 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 bread ones, they're a bit better, but the toasted ones work better. So, (laughs) So, you know, it's it's. I mean, I I had to stop Sammy from from buying um, the thickest cut bread. I was like, well, you won't get that. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's got to be shaped to get inside the egg, hasn't it? It's got exactly. You can't you can't have it too thick, otherwise it's not going to work, is it? <laughs> Unless you get some bigger eggs or something. Well, this is it, but I didn't really fancy getting like turkey eggs or something. <laughs> <laughs> and Easter eggs, they're not they're not really for dinner. No, those don't work either. No, no, this is it. So uh... well, supposed to be. Well, what we normally do on Christmas Day is I go to my sister's house. Yeah, and we have a big kind of family. Yeah, but we we can't really do that this year no obviously my 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 sister's um daughter's having us over for christmas day tomorrow right and um it's just going to be my sister's family with who with whom i'm bubbling yeah fantastic yeah and and jessica's uh family so it's just you know it's just two households it should be great oh no that'll be lovely at least you can still get together and and that sort of that usual feeling of all being together at christmas time yeah, and then I was supposed to be having them all to mine on Boxing Day, but we can't do that. So we'll oh, right. most of tomorrow, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's it. No, I suppose, are you one of the areas that's going into Tier 4 as of Boxing Day? No, we're actually, we're in Tier 3 at the moment. We're not we're not supposed to be going into 4 as far as I know. I don't think. Ah, uh, right. It's just you lot down south, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, the, the ridiculous thing is, like, we're, we're in an area that sort of the, 
borders of three counties kind of meet and we're all like really next to each other. Mm-hmm. So driving driving to Sainsbury's, we have to sort of break the law like three times just just to get there because we're going in and out of, of tier four areas while we're driving along. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm really not sure how it works when you're going from tier four to tier two and back again. I really don't know. Well, no, this is it's, it's absolutely crazy, isn't it? And 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 this whole thing about oh, will it start in from Boxing Day is a bit. It's a bit suspect if you ask me, but um, I don't really trust the government anyway, so yeah. I expect everything to be for an alternative reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for me, just just be safe and wear your mask and yeah, do what you, do what you think is sensible thing. I mean, that's pretty much it, really, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, I think that's you know what the majority of people have tried to do all along is is just do the sensible sensible thing yeah. and you know there, there comes a time when you know when it, they did sort of relax all the lockdown measures and people went and saw family that they hadn't been able to see and um that sort of thing and um and and now we have a new uh mutated strain which is just making yes mad, mad worse for everyone so there's a second mutation now as well so i mean i heard about mutations all the way back at the start and they were like oh well there's this strain and that strain and and now there's just like multiple multiple strains but apparently the vaccine yeah. still still works uh for all of them so all we have to do is sort of hunker down for for a few more months and and hope that they're um effective in in getting it out having said that uh, i know that like priority groups one and two are sort of people in nursing homes and people that work in nursing homes and and those over 80 and my grandma's in a nursing home and my granddad's over 80 and neither of those have heard a jot about the vaccine yet so i think it's going to take a long time to get the vaccine out to everybody yeah no i I really do i yeah yeah no i think it's you know it's gonna it's gonna be sort of potentially nearly summer um before before everyone's vaccinated but on the plus side then it'll be summer yay oh yeah yeah. <laughs> so uh, stay inside. Keep, uh, keep our fingers crossed for a, a for a better new year. I think. Yeah, I think I think that's what everyone's hoping yeah. for, really, isn't it? It is. Because yeah. this year's just really been a bit of a it's toilet a, bowl. It really has. It's been yeah a year not to remember. That's just yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's not to say that some you know there hasn't been good things that have happened. I'm sure. I mean, there's some, yeah, there's some great things that have come out of the year too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, but uh, but overall, yeah, it's just it's just been a bit of a um, a bit of a nightmare, hasn't it? It has indeed. So, I mean, you and I didn't know each other prior to um, COVID. I think no, I think this is it. One of the things that COVID did was for your tea and coffee that you and Sammy set up mm. to, go, to go online, and that's how I kind of was introduced to you via yeah Jess and Nooms. Yeah, so, this is it. I mean, how did how did tea and coffee get going it was it was formed by yourself and sammy wasn't it sammy sammy um started it um uh it was it was her idea that that she um got up from the ground and then i came in sort of in in the covid times um and helped sort of push it forward um that bit extra so um you know we consider ourselves both founders but she is definitely uh the the top founder shall we say <laughs> she's top dog um basically um she doesn't allow me to say that but basically yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> but um so yeah so she she got it started and um i'm sure at some point you're gonna have a conversation with her and yeah. she will be able to give you um a lot more a lot more insight into why she got it started and, and you know what she wanted to um what she wanted to do with it um 
but for myself, I, uh, I, I came into it. I'd, I'd seen it before, um, COVID had started. Um, and I, I saw, um, it advertised that when she was going to have a very first meeting, uh, in Camberley at the, at the Tesco cafe there. And I got in contact with her and was like, Oh, I'd really love to uh, come along and get involved and, and help what you're doing. Cause it sounds like a really fantastic project. Uh, but I'd already sort of, I had plans that weekend that I was already going up to Bradford to go and see my friend that weekend. So I, I just couldn't physically be in, in two places at once, unfortunately. Uh, and then she was going to have, uh, another meeting in Bristol, which was a lot closer to where I was living at the time. Um, so I was like, right, well, I'll definitely go to that one. Uh, and just as she was, uh, just as we were about to, uh, have that one, then, then COVID hit and, uh, of course, everything had to go online, um, at which point then I was actually able to, to do something to help. So we uh, so we took took the meetings online and this was really when I was able to sort of step in and, and, and be of be of some help. And um, so it went from one meeting a week to us hosting one meeting each a week, which meant that we were able to yeah. give more people an opportunity to come and join us as well as to um increase the opportunity for people to interact with other people because obviously um the level of technology that people were used to using at that point was a lot lower than what it is now sort of coming to the end of or in the middle of the second third i don't know how many lockdowns we've had now um but you know as as times moved on i think a lot more people are a lot more au fait with the video calling um and group chat sort of yeah technology I mean, that we now, so we've all had to learn how to use these new tools i mean it's i can't remember how many different tools i've been you know using for the first time since yeah came out, you know into lockdown and stuff yeah this is it i mean you know i was used to making phone calls uh, yeah, the on the odd occasion i might skype it. someone um but you know most of us just just uses use text because that's all we needed to do yeah. because other other than that we would see each other and we would interact with each other and yeah. it's fine uh but then then you know it became oh well I'll, I'll use um uh was it facebook uh video thing um and i used yes, that yes. to have a, a um a night out drinking with my friends <laughs> in our yeah. respective homes so that, you know, we could, we could have a night out getting drunk. Um, <laughs> it, you know, it wasn't, it, it wasn't yeah. as fun as going to the club yeah. in Canal Street. I can tell you that, but uh, <laughs> regardless, it was, it was one of those things. And then it's progressed and I've used Zoom, I've used Teams, I've used uh, WebEx. Um, um, yeah, all those others. That's it. And there's so many, and, and I'm not the only one. There's so many people out there that now you yeah, uh, become experts in uh, these new technologies. Yeah, so, this is uh, it. Absolutely. Uh, I've even had to teach my uh, 85 year old mum how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I've, I've, I've had a similar sort of situation when I was living with my granddad and, and teaching him how to, how to do stuff with his tablet and his phone. Um, yeah. And sometimes he still doesn't remember how to answer the phone, but bless him. Most of the time he's all right. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it's it's the whole it's the new world, isn't it? It's the new, yeah, the it is. Uh, and and I say when I was when I was living with him, sometimes I'd sort of I'd be upstairs and I'd be doing whatever on my laptop or or what have you. And I'd come downstairs. He's got the TV blaring and he sat there watching videos on YouTube on his tablet at the same time. <laughs> How times have changed! I'm sure once upon a time he'd have told us off for doing that, and now he's the one doing it. So uh, I mean, every, every time I go to my mum's, there's a there's a new piece of technology I have to fix for. <laughs> Yeah. How do, I, how do I do this? Okay, well, let me have a look. And then yeah. you know, I spend... I spend half my time there fixing stuff and then I have a cup of tea and next time to go home. Yeah, yeah, you this know. is it. I, sure. I, you know, I do the same uh, when I visit my granddad and he's like, oh, yeah. well, I want to order this online. <laughs> and he hates, like, he won't use his, his bank card online. What he'd rather do is me use my bank card online and then he will transfer me the money from his <laughs> bank account. To my, <laughs> yeah, wise. So, uh, Very wise, man. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's still, you know, he's like, oh, well, I want you to order this and I want you to order that. And, and um, um, oh, my me, me insurance is due for renewal, so could you sort that out? Um, yeah, so. so, you know, he just basically gets me to do everything that I can. So just call Jason and Jason will fix it. Basically, yeah, that's that's how it works, yeah. <laughs> so you, you and Sammy met because of tea and coffee? Well, was... uh, technically, no. <laughs> Actually, um, now she doesn't remember this because she was very, very drunk at the time. However... Uh, last Sparkle um, weekend in 2019. That was the first time. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, that was the first okay. time that I met Sammy. Uh, right. um, and it was at the Sparkle Ball. Um, and, and we were outside smoking and various different groups. And, and um, she she was with some of her friends. And I was uh, with a load of random people that had invited me and given me a free ticket. I'm not going to complain um and uh yeah so I, I that was the first time that i sat and, and spoke to sammy uh and then um didn't have hardly any contact with her and didn't realize that it was her when i got in touch with her to help her with tea and coffee uh and it wasn't it wasn't for some time that i was like i met you like over a year ago <laughs> uh and she i was able to describe what she was wearing and so on and so forth and she had so you had to basically remind her of who you were is that, is that what you essentially said? yeah um and and she still doesn't she just still doesn't remember this but um but i mean she can't deny that i knew what she was wearing to the sparkle ball so <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, um, so uh so yeah that was that was initially but yeah basically it was it was doing the work that we do uh through tea and coffee um that we sort of ended up spending a lot of time working remotely together um and then you know when we when we got the opportunity and we were allowed to bubble i didn't have anyone i was living by myself at the time as as was she um uh so we decided that we'd we'd bubble together um and then um and the rest is history as they say as they say yeah absolutely that's the name of her album <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh, yeah so um so yeah that's that's um and it's so, it's been fantastic really yeah at some point you know i intend to get sammy on here and we can talk about the history of tea and coffee and how tesco's are involved and yeah i mean she, she will happily talk about that for for ages yeah. um but then she will happily talk about anything for ages that's that's sammy and <laughs> really <laughs> well, you know somebody who can talk for ages is a perfect guest for a podcast exactly i mean you know it just takes up all the time and before you know it you're like yeah. can you shut up now because we've got to finish <laughs> <laughs> i know 
Uh, I'm having so much fun doing these. I mean, last week I was talking to I was talking to Billy, and we had a great conversation. Oh, I, I can imagine yeah, that so. Billy's a fantastic person to have a conversation with. She's got so, she much, so much life experience. She's got so many stories to tell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you're a trans man. I am indeed. Yeah. So when when did you first know that there was something, you know, different about you or something not quite right? How did you? How yeah. did you figure that? Um, well, I mean. As is as is the case with a lot, not all, but a lot. I um, when I was a kid, I said, you know, things to my family, um, and um, I'll just sort of skip ahead a little bit, and then I'll go backwards. But um, when when I did sort of when I moved back to Devon and I'd sort of come out uh, to my family, my my auntie came and apologised to me, and she said, "Oh, I'm really sorry. Um, I when you were sort of ten or twelve or so." You uh, you kept saying that you wanted to be a boy, and and I I told you to shut up, or I'd buy you a pair of Y fronts for Christmas. Um, so uh, I never did get that pair of Y fronts. Well, um, this might be your lucky year. <laughs> you never know. Um, but um, but yeah, so it was one of those things. It was I it I'd known as a child, um, at, but there wasn't the support or the knowledge or the awareness of any kind to really sort of follow that through. So it was kind of just forgotten about as, as I think is a case for a lot of people, you just sort of like, you know, you have this, this sort of thing that there's nothing you can do about it. So you might as well just get on with, with, with what you've, what you've got, unfortunately. So what what decade are we talking here? Was this the nineties? Yeah. So I, I was born sort of 86. So it would have been sort of mid nineties when, when that sort of original, um, thing so it was just sort of just prior to uh, sort of mermaid starting up really because they started in like 95 96 I think yeah so there wouldn't have been a lot of information around for a young person to no you know, no and and, and also and like probably didn't even have internet back then either exactly no I mean you know I I had internet before my mum did I think and I moved out by the time I was 18 so um yeah. but yeah so it was, it was kind of one of those things that just got sort of forgotten about and I was never comfortable um uh, trying to be a woman it just it never felt right for me didn't, didn't fit for you. no um and i i could never really figure it out and it was always one of those things like you know when like you're on dating websites or whatever and you're like oh well i'm not i'm not like the rest of them um, yeah. <laughs> and it's always yeah. that really sort of awkward you can't you can't put your finger on it sort of situation and then it was so did you i mean did you have a lot of relationships Were you just um kind of- no, I, I, mostly sort of I, I had sort of one long term relationship that wasn't fantastic uh, and um, it was one of those sort of it dragged on for far longer than it should have done. Um, yeah. And then we sort of uh, neither of us had any money and couldn't afford to live individually so we ended up sort of house sharing as it were and which was which wasn't a bad thing because in the end we we, we turned out to be friends you know we were better friends than yeah. we ever were yeah. in a relationship and you know we're still friends now and we still we still keep oh, in cool. touch um cool. and and they've been really um supportive through through the transition and um uh, while they have a lack of knowledge and, and understanding they've you know they've done their best to to try and sort of um listen when i when yeah. i talk about things which i think is 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 really important uh yeah. so Go on. Go on. Sorry. Can I well, I was. Yeah, it's fine. I was. Uh, so I was going to say it was. It was. It was sort of um, my early thirties, really, when I sort of started coming across 
um, stuff about the gender spectrum on sort of social media type stuff. And um, through that, I kind of sort of went from, oh, maybe I'm gender fluid. Um, and then I realised that I'm not because I'm really not feminine. Um, and um, and then I sort of thought, oh, well, maybe I'm non-binary. And, and for a while I was, I sort of thought that that was the gender identity um, that was where I, you know, would fit in. And and then it, yeah. it really sort of occurred to me that I'm really not, I'm, I'm, I'm really just a man and I just need to, you know, understand myself um and and, you a a few years to kind of work through that yeah yeah it was it was definitely a process it wasn't just like a switch it was it was definitely a process that I had to work through and um really come to grips with with who I was and you know started out with me sort of wearing binders getting a haircut all that sort of thing and then it really just sort of gradually and I know those are really superficial things and it's it's a lot more than just the the exterior but it's superficial but they're important too absolutely they are yeah no yeah. Uh, definitely and it's it's just that sort of i think a lot of a lot of argument comes some sort of from the outside is that you know yeah. it's all it's and i, I want to say that you know while while those are there's yeah they they are external and they are just about how one looks but also it's feeling comfortable with how you look yeah. and realizing that that is part of your identity and who you are and it all it all builds together um so did your look kind of change gradually or did you have like a moment where you kind of declared to the world and your family that you know this is me and uh no it was definitely it was definitely more gradual for me which made it an awful lot easier I think um it's I mean I've always been uh you know I was a tomboy when I was a when I was a kid and I've always been um that masculine sort of person and it was it wasn't till sort of mid-20s when I actually started wearing women's clothes uh, because up until that point, I just kind of refused to wear women's clothes. And then I, I sort of gave in and was like, oh, well, I suppose I better then. And, you know, if you can't oh, so beat you him, can't, can't beat him, join him. Yeah. Well, not resisting. Yeah. I just I just didn't. Um, it just it never really made sense to me, any of it as such. So it was just sort of that, oh, I'll just give in and I'll just, you know, be the person that everyone sort of expects to see and that sort of thing. And then so I it probably about sort of. I don't know, 10 years or so that I was, uh, not even that really, um, that I was sort of trying to fit into, you know, this cis identity that I thought I had Um, uh, uh, until sort of, as I say, early 30s was when it, then it sort of just gradually went back the other way. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I, um, that isn't, that isn't who I am. And yeah, you weren't comfortable and, no, no, it was never, it was never comfortable. And it was uh, all of, and, and, and saying that it was female clothes, yes, it was female clothes, but it was always very masculine female clothes that I bought. Yeah. You know, it was, it was jeans and check shirts and, and all that sort of thing. Um, so it was, um, it wasn't a big surprise to anyone. And I, I know that my sister had said to my brother, like, why are you even surprised? <laughs> I was, was going to ask you. Do you. So you have you have one brother and one sister. I I actually have two brothers and one sister. Okay. Um, how did but, they How did they kind of react to it? Um, well, my older brother I've only seen once, and it he, there wasn't really any sort of reaction, and it hasn't ever been discussed. And I I, I don't really see him. I don't speak to him, so it's not really uh, so much of a thing. My uh, my sister has been absolutely fantastic um she um you know she was the first one to buy me like a brother birthday card christmas card sort of thing 
um and um she would actually ask me and, and want to understand um where where i was coming from and um so she's she's been really good uh my younger brother on the other hand he is accepting he is not he's not rude about it but he um cannot get his head around using a different name yeah um so um and i don't see him that often so he doesn't get enough opportunity to interact with me um to sort of get get used to that either um but at the same time he's he's he still he isn't um one of the sort of people that just goes well i got i can't understand any of that so bugger off um he really isn't um that sort of person um so as much as he tries he's not very good at it but so he does so try he's he's yeah trying. yeah he makes a few mistakes now and again i think that's well, I, I say, I say, I say, I say, I say now and again. It's literally every time he says my name. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, but it's I not. My family were very kind of, you know, they were super supportive. I was really kind of privileged. Yeah. Support I got with my family, but even even with them, you know, they made yeah. mistakes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think that that it's a really it's a really big it's a thing, thing for. Not just for them, but for us as well, to understand that we need to give them time. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a mistake, uh, not necessarily a mistake, but it's it's a process that like almost every trans person goes through. It's like, Indeed. well, I've changed, so just accept my accept who I am. Yeah, I, but, think, I but, think we get a bit kind of uh, annoyed with people when they don't remember. And we do, yeah. yeah like but saying, at the same time, time you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's not just about us. We do yeah um and and i think as you get on a bit and as you become more comfortable um yeah. with with who you are and 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 how that works um that you then understand that actually do you know what they are they are really trying um yeah, yeah. and it's not intentional and as long as it's not intentional i think that's the key yeah you know, yeah your mistakes uh, are fine but you know eventually they will they will learn yeah. to use their own name i mean it's just it's just yeah. got to retrain your brain, I think. That's what a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, the one thing that I would say is that at the very start of my transition, I was living with my granddad, and he has been the best out of everyone, uh, yeah. immediately using the right pronouns, the right name. I, I, I chose a name, and then I decided that I didn't like it, so I changed my name again, and he was like, oh, would well, you want me to use this now? And I'd already said, oh, well, you just stick with stick with this, because it was a shortened version of what i'm using now so he calls me jay instead of jason um so um but you know when i changed it he was like oh would you want me to call you jason i'm like no granddad don't worry about it just stick with jay it's fine um but yeah, you know I, know, I had a similar kind of thing with my family yeah. you know, they're, they're very old and they're very young they they got it perfectly from day one yeah and never made a mistake it was it was other people who were kind of adults you know yeah mid, you yeah know, like middle-aged people yeah, yeah, who, yeah, um, yeah. Who didn't quite get it, but the like the really old members of the family and the really young ones, it was yeah, like, straight away didn't didn't you know didn't even take it, you know, just took it in the stride. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, it. I mean, the, the the funny the funny thing with me for me was my um my nan's um in a nursing home because she's got dementia, um but my granddad would be going there almost every day to uh, to see her, um and he came home one day and he said oh well I've I've told you nan 
Um, and I said, oh, he's, he's, he's a boy. And she, and, and apparently she just turned around and went, I know. <laughs> so, um, and, and she probably didn't have a clue what he was talking about, but you know, it's, um, it's one of those, it's just a really nice thing that like, you know, she knew who I was. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, just sort of that sort of not even batting an eyelid sort of thing. Yeah, of course. Why, what else? You're still our grandchild and we still love you, you know? Yeah, it's, it's the same person, you know. Yeah, no, that's it. So um, just uh, to sort of retrack a little bit. So, yeah, I was uh, uh, at the time, I, uh, at the start of my gender journey, if you want to call it that, I was living in Manchester. I was living in Oldham. I was working as a civil servant, but um, I was lucky that they were sort of offering voluntary redundancies and I, I wanted to... Um, well, mostly I wanted to sort of move back to Devon and, and spend some time with my family. My mum was going through a really rough time. My granddad was sort of on his own. Um, so um, it just it was just sort of, oh, well, if you want to pay me to leave, fine. I'll, yeah. I'll take some time out. I'll go and, go and spend some time with my family um, and sort of, you know, reacquaint myself with them because I hadn't really spent much time with them over the sort of the 10, 12 years previously. So you moved back, um, you moved back down south? So I moved back down south and, and, and at that point then I actually had money to um, enable me to sort of seek treatment privately because right. like like everyone else, I'm still on a waiting list for a yeah. gender clinic. Um, so, so, I mean, you, you moved back down south with a with a job as well, presumably, did you? Um, no, no, no. I moved, I moved down without one, but I, okay. I just I just got um, uh, I sort of within a week of moving, I'd managed to get a part time job in a coffee shop as a barista um it was it I, I wasn't looking for anything serious or heavy it was just something to keep a bit of uh, yeah. cash flow coming in so that yeah. i could do bits and pieces and you know i'd, I'd started doing driving lessons because i'd never needed them living i'd never needed a car living in manchester um with all the uh the transport and everything up there it's just it's just not necessary but yeah it's living in devon during, during the central town there's lots of transport Links. yeah yeah this is it and it was it, and even if there isn't like the taxis are 10 a penny yeah, and cheapest yeah. chips up there yeah. so it, you know and i i had a decent income at the time so it didn't it didn't really matter if i had to get a taxi back from manchester at, at four o'clock on a on a saturday night then you know it wasn't it wasn't too much of an issue um but um but yeah so um you know i started doing driving lessons and and was you know getting getting on with just just being myself really and 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 going through through my uh, transition um uh, and i think i think one of the really one of the things that made it really easy is that i didn't have to tell just you know a whole office full of people um that i used to work with that i'm trans and and maybe that's a bit of a cop out and you know there's loads of them that still think of me as you know dead name um but at the same time, it just made it easier for me. And, and I was happy with that, really. And the people that I had close friendships with and, and that I still keep in contact with know everything that they need to know about me. Um, and, and they're all really supportive and, and they're um, happy for me. Um, oh, and it just it just meant out. It just cut out a lot of really awkward yeah. uh, conversations and a, a lot of dealing with people that just probably would never have got it. So you had a lot of support from work colleagues, ex-work colleagues and friends and things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of my friends um, were, were really supportive. Uh, one of, one of the, uh, the funny things was that um, my, uh, my best friend, a uh, guy called Ben, I, I met him when we went to uni together back in, started in 2009. Um, and he, uh, he had a, a sibling 
the sort of, I don't know, three months after I told him that I was non-binary, a sibling told him that he was non-binary. And he was like, oh yeah, I know all about that. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and then sort of a little while later when I said, you know what, actually I'm, I'm a trans, a trans man. Uh, and then his sibling did the same, <laughs> same thing mm-hmm. and sort of was like, actually, yeah, no, I'm, I, and, and it wasn't that, you know, we'd had any interaction at all. Um, I don't, you know, I only speak to Charlie when I'm with Ben um, sort of situation, but, um, and it was just really funny that, you know, we, we ended up on very similar journeys, just, you know, and very close together in, in, in time wise. Um, but, you know, I just sort of laid all the groundwork so that um, when, when his brother decided uh, that that, that was who they were. Uh, that's who they are. Uh, he he was already there. He was already on board, and it was already all fine. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you you you've recently been on a on a trip to Poland, haven't you? Yeah, that so was. What, um, you just want to explain what that was all about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I um, as I say, because I'd had um, redundancy money, I I had um some some money to invest in myself and my transition so i'd I'd sort of gone to a private clinic and and started the hormone treatment um and i had enough at that point to sort of think about uh getting top surgery for myself um now it's quite expensive in this country yeah um you know you're looking around about more or less the eight thousand pound mark um and there's uh there's a group on facebook that has a lot of um transmasculine people um and there's a lot of information and one of the things i came across was a surgeon in poland that does um transmasculine uh top surgeries um for less than half of the price um or it was even even less than that at the time uh that i started looking into it uh, just as i started looking into it they decided that they weren't charging enough and they had to put their prices up a little bit but even so it was still an awful lot an awful lot cheaper than it was in this country uh and me me being me i'm traveling and and being abroad by myself has never bothered me i went on holiday on my own when i was 16 to crete um it's 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 never been something that's that's phased me i've always been i can do it don't matter and i'll just deal with whatever problem that i come across at the time um so to poland as a trans person i mean that in itself is a is a scary prospect i mean yeah, their, their politics is not exactly. Trans- it isn't. Friendly at the moment. I mean, it isn't even. It isn't even LGB friendly. Ne- never mind no. uh, trans friendly. Um, but um, so how it, was it that? wasn't. Was it? it wasn't even something. You know, day to day. I think generally it's much like there's a lot of hostility in this country. But actually, day to day, when you're out and about, you just don't see it. Yeah, it's only um, online. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and it was much the same. I mean, you know, I went to I went to supermarkets, I went in taxis, like I, I used a lot of taxis in Poland. Um, and you just you just don't even talk about it, to be honest. It's no just problem. it's no, not really. I mean, the, the biggest problem was, do you speak any English and me um, teaching myself how to say I'm sorry, I don't speak Polish. Uh, <laughs> I think, was the, yeah, there we go. Um but um but yeah it was um it was really good you know we went out to restaurants and 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 that sort of thing and uh, the thing that that made me laugh the most was that you get all of your your restaurant workers all speak english get in the hospital night nurses nobody speaks don't english. speak a word of english mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like okay cool uh, we'll figure this out i mean well, for the most part i was language, eh? 
Well, I mean, I, I did what I could. Mostly I was drugged off after I'd had my surgery anyway. So, right. <laughs> um, so they, you know, they just kept me asleep. It was easier then, wasn't so, it? Um, so you chose, you chose a private route and you went, you went via, you know, to Poland for yeah. your surgery. I mean, had you, had you chosen to stay in the UK and use the NHS? Hi. Hello. I'm really sorry. That was my fault. I accidentally you hit. The button, didn't you? Well, I was moving the headphone cable and it hit the um, it hit the leave recording button. I'm really sorry. It's okay. I can I can do some post uh, post recording editing and glue. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you can fix it. Um, <laughs> we'll carry back on. I think you asked me where where you think I'd be if I was. Um, yeah. So yeah. Where would you, gone privately. Think, yeah, the question was where would you be if you hadn't you know gone. Um, Super ridiculously, annoyingly frustrated um, and just really struggling, I think I'd be. Um, yeah. So were you, uh, I were you in with a GIC? Were you, were you, were you on a waiting list? Uh, I, I mean, I am. Um, but uh, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, because there's still, there's still more to, to, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. dealt with. Yeah. Um, but um, I... Um, I, I waited stupidly. I was like, oh, well, I'll just wait until I move back down to Devon because surely that'll make it easier. And I never should have done that. I should have just cracked on with it. So I, I waited until I moved to Devon. I went and saw the GP and um, got referred to the uh, Southwest, uh, the Laurels Clinic in Exeter because that was the closest one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they sent a letter back saying, thanks for your referral. Our waiting lists are so long. You might want to speak to your GP about being referred elsewhere. Oh, wow. Um, I mean that's just ridiculous, isn't it? That is absolutely crazy, isn't it? Um, the and state, um, the state of trans health in the UK is, is unbelievable. Yeah, and I mean yeah. it's it's not even it's not even just that. I mean, Sammy can tell you about all the stuff that she's yeah. been through recently, just being a trans person trying to get yeah. everyday healthcare um, is 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 really crazy. But uh, but yeah, so in the end, then I got I've been referred to Sheffield uh, right. because so, I I looked, yeah. I looked I was... at. I'm with Sheffield too. Yeah, I well, I looked at the the number of people that were waiting for various clinics and waiting times, and they seemed to have the shortest one at the time. I mean, COVID's just made made everything a million times worse. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've yeah. I've I've barely been on the waiting list like a year at this point. Um, so oh, it's it's um, like I say, I should have never have waited. I should have just got on it straight away when I lived in Manchester and. Um, I would I would have been waiting a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you're you're a year in with Sheffield. You probably got another year and a Two, half away. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah. See you um, time. I mean, I, I've just been contacted by recently by Indigo, the new. Oh yeah, the one in Manchester. Manchester. Um, Two year pilot project they've set up. Yeah. So, so I think Sheffield I think must Sheffield. have um, sent them my information, and they got in touch with me. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm awaiting a call sometime in January to, you know, discuss how how do I switch over from Sheffield to them. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot better system. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's done actually at GP practices rather than in some central location. So, oh, that's that's handy. So I think it's it sounds better. It sounds like they offer more things in Sheffield. Yeah. But I mean, even so, it's still. A, I really don't know if it's a great idea because it's a two-year pilot. Yeah, it so, is. It's where do you? Know, you go? 
happens at the end of the two years? I don't know. So, well, uh, this is it. I mean, I looked into TransPlus, which is the one that's operating out of the Dean Street Clinic uh, in London. Right. And um, at, the, at the moment, you're only eligible if you were registered with them before the 1st of January 2020. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, a few other criteria. But yeah. um, but they, they're doing a similar sort of thing. It's not it's, – it's at Dean Street. But what they're doing is they're putting – two um two appointments into one appointment so when you go the first time you you see the nurse and you go through all of your sort of history um and then um you have a bit of a break and then you see the psychiatrist and you you go through you know everything else that you you go through the psych the gender psychiatrist with them so you have two appointments in one rather than having to sort of just have an appointment with the nurse and come back and then and then sort of a couple of weeks later then they'll get you back in again um yeah, so that they're they're doing it that way, uh, and from what I've heard, I know um, there's there's a member of Tea and Coffee that have that have used them, and and they seem to have sort of gone through um, the various processes fairly quickly with them, which is which is really handy. So you, you're uh, not able to join that? Uh, not at the moment. I'm not eligible. No, I, I have yeah. I have contacted them, and they said that they um, they might be opening up, expanding the criteria at some point in the future, but they don't know when. So yeah. I mean, um, it's fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, I'm quite fortunate in that I now have a GP that will prescribe my hormones with no problems. They will do my blood test with no problems. Yeah, I'm um, lucky enough to do the same. I found a really yeah. great GP that's prepared to do everything for me, which is great. Yeah, this is this is fantastic. Yeah, because when I was in Devon, um, I, I could only get to one one surgery. I tried loads of others and they were like, no, you're out of area. We can't deal with you. Um, and um, they they just wouldn't do any sort of shared care, anything like that. They were really really terrible to to try and deal with um and really quite upsetting yeah. um and it and you know i i finally when i moved to uh to surrey um and got this this gp that i'm with now you know i um i saw the nurse um and um she said oh we'll just speak to the doctor and they'll they'll do your prescription and, and change it over and i was like yeah all right um and um i i had a telephone appointment with the doctor and um she phoned me while I was on the train and obviously, you know, signal on the train. It's terrible, isn't it? So I was like, I'm on the train. This is this is the reason. Uh, and it cut out. But it, uh, like and, and I'd not really I'd hardly said anything much to her. And she sent me a text like, oh, I put you on repeat prescriptions for your libido. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> it was, it, you know, it wasn't even it, they were just like, yeah, no problem at all. Um, I mean, which is nice if all GPs were trained and were like, yeah, you know, it, it really would. It really would, it would make, make such a huge so many difference to everybody people. who's stuck on waiting lists. You know, yeah, if GPs yeah. could prescribe, you know, hormones in during the the waiting period before you get to your first appointment, that would be yeah. Great. It, it would it would reduce a lot of uh, a lot of anxiety and frustration and and worry for a lot of people and 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 you it's know the reality is that do. it's. It is such an easy thing to do and it makes such a big difference. You know, once you start going through puberty uh, for the second time, um, you, you know, there are some crap parts of it. I mean, I've got really bad um, acne all over my chest at the moment, which is just driving me crazy. Um, but, you know, the, the the physical changes that you get that give people those social cues so that you're not getting constantly misgendered um yeah. day to day it, yeah. it just makes such a massive difference um and that you do and and you know and it's not just the physical changes there's the emotional side and the the mental side of just feeling more balanced because you're on the right hormones that you should have been on all along um it just it just makes a lot more sense and it, it just does. makes it you feel of, brings a lot of peace of mind and like 
you know, you feel like your true self, which is what it's Yeah, I, th- I think it just brings a bit more harmony to your body, sort of yeah. generally. Um, and, and that can just make a massive difference, really. I mean, if you, you know, I went private with gender GP to get hormones. Yeah. I mean, had I not done that, I'd, I'd still be stuck waiting, you know. So yeah, yeah, this is it. I mean, I can't imagine that now because I've, no. I've been on private prescription hormones for two years. So I mean, yeah. had, had I not been able to do that, you know, God knows where I'd be now. Yeah, this is it, you know, and, and the, the effect that that could have had on your yeah, mental it health. Could have been very, um, very detrimental, actually. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good that there are private services out there that people can access, but it's just really awful um for for people that just don't have the ability to yeah, access yeah. those services mm-hmm. uh, and i really do feel for people that are just stuck on waiting lists um with no idea and no means of contact for the most part um, i think if someone is you know is, is stuck on a waiting list and they can't afford private treatment i mean one thing they can do is to look around for a, a more uh, friendly gp who's yeah for help and yeah there are, to... there are out there absolutely yeah. uh you might be lucky and find one or, you know, speak to some other trans person who could maybe recommend theirs or something, you know. That has put together a list of um, GPs. Um, it's, it's not, it doesn't cover the whole country and it's just from people that they've interacted with and um, uh, that they've been able to put this together. But they basically, they do have a list of um gps that are willing to do sort of bridging prescriptions and that sort of thing so uh, there are people out there that can help and it's just a case of, of finding them really finding them yeah yeah so i mean something else you've done recently was a it's a 5k run yeah yeah i mean and you were raising some money for mermaids i did uh, it was it was, was amazing it was... how did you how did you manage to get yourself off the couch and do that i've been meaning to do that <laughs> a long time so i need some tips jason it well it was one of these um i because of i've always been a fairly large person um and before um well it wasn't just for surgery i mean sort of going back to uh start of 2019 sort of maybe 2018 i i discovered keto diet um and i lost loads of weight really quickly and it was fantastic um and it's been a little bit up and down since then um but prior to going abroad for surgery i needed to make sure that my weight um was was maintained where i'd want it to be and most like most everyone else lockdown had a detrimental effect on on my ability to maintain the weight that i wanted to maintain um, so i um Prior to going to um, to Poland, I made sure that I put in an effort to sort of keep my weight down so that it wasn't um, above uh, the threshold of, of, you know, to cause issues in, in being able to access the surgery. Uh, so that, was that a prerequisite for the surgery? Well, I mean, uh, for most surgeries, wherever you go, you, you kind of need to have a BMI of um, no more than 31 um, and I was just trying, I was sort of uh, about 28 and I was just trying to just keep it a bit further down. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, um, I mean, sort of before lockdown, I was getting close to being in what they, you know, what they consider normal range. I think I needed to be about 25, 26. Um, and I was before lockdown, I was getting close to that. It just it just threw everything into chaos, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, basically, I came back and obviously because I couldn't really exercise or do anything and I was just sort of sat eating uh, a lot of the time. Unfortunately, I've I've my waistline has expanded. 
Um, so I wanted to do some some exercise, and um, I'd seen uh, the Miles for Mermaid campaign, which was run by um, uh, there's a uh, uh, website app sort of thing called My Race Run, I think it is, or My Run Race. I can't remember which way around it goes, um, but they they do various things, and you can. Um, and for various courses and you you basically you sign up and you pay your money um and then you send them proof that you've done the run and and then they will send you a medal which is which is fantastic um and you know some of the money that you pay to them goes to the charity that is supporting for that particular race i thought well that's not really enough um and um so i decided that i was going to set up a a, a just giving page and um set myself a target of uh it was 500 pound i set a target of and um it was the 5th of i think i started on the 5th of november and i set myself a target to to because i i sort of started running and it wasn't as bad as what i thought it was going to be because i was always sort of already healthy ish before my surgery i there was still a level of of health there um after surgery i just sort of put on a bit um so i i I did the 5k sort of reasonably um within a few sort of attempts of going out and just doing a bit of practice running so i thought well i make it a bit more difficult (laughs) um uh, so i set myself a time target i'd started um it took me about 38 minutes to do the 5k initially so i said well let's see if i can't get it down to 33 minutes by the end of the month um, you know, give yourself a tough target to to work towards. So I did that, and then I realised that I could get more money from people for mermaids if I put posts of me suffering online. Yes, I saw. I remember the posts of yeah. you suffering. Yeah, and these are these are at the hand of Sammy filming you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is right. She um she has a good grasp of of marketing and 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 how yes. the world works Indeed. and um. She, People enjoy watching you suffer, uh, and as a result, they will uh, sometimes give money to the cause that you're giving money for. Um, so uh, she was adamant that I had to be videoed Fabulous. while running, uh, much to much to my um, much to my dismay. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely evidence so of me doing this thing. Um, and a few hundred pounds from there, mate. I, 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 to be honest, to be genuinely honest, I was, I was ten seconds oh, short of getting yeah, it under yeah. thirty-three minutes. We're not getting it as yeah. over, over ten minutes, um, but I did within a month. I, uh, I think it stopped. I think I got, um, I can't remember now, but I think yeah, I actually got six hundred pound in the end, which is fantastic. So all of that um, doesn't come to me. It just, it went straight to mermaids minus the sort of little bit of money that the just giving take to maintain. Can people still uh, sign up to that? Um, as far as I'm aware, yeah, I think you can. I think you can still sign up and you can uh, you don't have to go on and set up sponsorship and raise money. Um, but you, I think you can still sign up for the Miles for Mermaids um, campaign. And um, if you send them proof that you've done a 5K, they will send you a fantastic yeah, Mermaids medal. Uh, medal. Really nice. uh, it's quite weighty. Yeah. Actually. You can, 
you could yeah. knock someone out with that if you wanted to. Uh, it's it's not a piece of cheap plastic crap. It is a proper a proper medal, and I've never had a medal for well, any well, type well. of sport before. So that was that was something that I um, I felt really yeah. proud of, and I was really pleased. I'm so pleased yeah. to raise the money for mermaids. Like I say, if if they'd have been as prevalent as they are now when I was a kid, uh, yeah, things could have right. been entirely different for me. But I'm glad that they are there for, for the young people today and that they're there to provide families with support and awareness well, so, and understanding. I mean, well, well done. That yeah, there is... I mean, I, I intend to... I intend yeah, to yeah, thanks. I need to lose some weight too. Well, I mean, to I be did. fair, Vicky, you did you a lot of walking um, for, for... for Matty and... Yeah. You absolutely um and i and i'm sure you know you contributed a a lot yeah. of miles to that I yourself so going, you know? um yeah. but yeah now now you just need to go a bit well you probably don't need to go yeah, as far you just need to do it a bit faster i mean the thought the thought of running is <laughs> yeah like, basically <laughs> i know well i mean you can just uphill there is there is that option is is walking just walking uphill i mean you live in lancashire there's hills I mean, it's not it's not as hilly as Yorkshire, to be fair. But <laughs> well, my mum lives in Yorkshire, so I've got no excuses really. Well, there you go, there you go. Just head over the border. There's loads of hills there. You 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 will uh, you could do it. You could just have to yes, walk fast up the it. hills. I will do it. And I, you know, if I ever want to have surgery, I'm going to have to. I believe it, so. I might as well just get on with it. You know. Well, this is, this is the thing. It's it's you know this is it, it's all the 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 the, the hoops that we have to jump through. To be able to access the care that we need is things like we have to be at a certain weight and and all of these sort of things. I have to put it on the list. I know, right? And try my hardest. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure you will, uh, and I'm sure you'll uh, be successful with perhaps a few bumps on the way. (laughs) Right. Well, every tea and coffee meeting, I'm going to ask you if you've done it now. So, yeah, some, some of the really exciting things you've been doing. You've uh, recently started your radio show, haven't you? Honky Tonk on a Sunday evening, yeah, 9 p.m. on Down Trans Radio Tonk. UK. So, how did you how did you get started with yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've listened to all your shows so far. Um, you've done is it three you've done so far? You have, thank you. Yeah, three. It'll be my fourth really one uh, this coming Sunday. That, I, I feel like oh, they've gotten a little bit better as I've gone along, to be honest. One, um, it's here's a song and here's the next song, and now you can you, you're having a proper conversation. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, you definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to go for. It's 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 not. It's I always say success uh, and improvement okay. is never linear. Sometimes you go up and you go down a bit, but so uh, it's all progress at the end of the day. That... Uh, oh, I've been into country music since I was a kid. My mum always used to listen to Garth Brooks. Um, and, uh, that was, you know, I used to know all of his songs off by heart. Um, and, um, I sort of went from different type of music to different type of music and, and aroundabouts, but, um, one, um, I got really into a show called Nashville, um, that was on TV, uh, a while back. And, um, that, that had a lot of sort of, and, and that got me back into country essentially. Um, so then I started looking at a lot more um recent artists and um listening to country music stations and that sort of thing um and and finding a lot more and it's just one of those things that's just sort of stuck and i've decided that that's that's my 
that's on I like I like loads of different types of music, but if I've got a choice, generally yeah, I'm gonna so probably put country, country music on. Music artists, aren't there? I mean I'm going back quite there are I mean Absolutely. Dolly Parton, she's great. Hank oh Williams, she's fantastic. I, I love Dolly. I'm not sure how old he is, but he's is he still yeah. around, Hank Williams? Yeah. Well you uh, yeah. No, Hank Williams, he died ages ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Hank Williams Jr. is still around. Um, he's quite old now. So, um, yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, the likes of sort of uh, yeah. Hank and Johnny Cash and Patsy Haggard Klein, and Nelson. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But I mean, these, these are, I, what I tend to do is I, I sort of uh, listen to uh, yeah. modern country music as opposed to I mean I like don't get me wrong I, lo- I love Dolly uh, and she's still recording songs now I mean I last week I played yeah. one of her brand new ones you know and it was a it was a it was a lovely little Christmas song um, and then and then I watched um, she did a Netflix Christmas special thing um, and it was in that which was really cute uh, <laughs> but um but yeah so i tend to stick to more of the modern country music stuff uh so it's it's a lot it's it's a mix of different stuff country music has evolved at every step along the way you know starting from your, your bluegrass roots all the way through um so now it's it's a bit more rocky it's a bit more poppy um and and a bit so of country all rolled into a ball um country and western what's the difference between those two Oh, I I don't think that honky tonk is a particular type okay. of music. Honky tonk is a bar, um, okay. so you would go to the honky tonk bar, um, and um, it was just it was one of those things that that would always you you hear it in so many different and, and whether it's repeated or whether it's just said once, you know, going to the honky tonk or whatever. Um, and there was a song that I've been listening to a lot before I started doing the show, um, and I I think I I played it on my second show. Um, was Down to the Honky Tonk uh, is a song by Jake Owen uh, and I really like that song and then I just sort of stole that as as the name um, for my show because I thought it sounded good um, and um, and that's kind of stuck now but um, yeah no Honky Tonk is actually okay. just a type of bar um, it's also a type of um, yeah, it's also it, a type of piano it, actually piano um, yeah, really the bar. Yeah. so so they, they, they kind of there's a kind of a bit of a crossover so a honky tonk bar used to be okay. one that had a honky tonk piano and it was a particular type of music that was played there and then sort of it sort of merged along uh so now a honky tonk bar is one that plays country music and that sort of thing so, um so it's it's so, got it's got almost two separate meanings so now it's either a piano or a bar to the states and visited these places Oh no, I've I've no, unfortunately I haven't. It's on it's it's on that that I would do if I had a lot of money. Um but unfortunately I don't really have yeah, much it's money not cheap at all. No, it's a long way to yeah. go, isn't it? And there's so many costs involved. I mean, to be honest, I don't think I'm gonna get a chance to do it uh, anytime soon because I know that, that Sammy wants to go to Disney World with with, with um little one uh and that's that's a costly affair so i think you know that if we do go to america we're going to be going to disney world well, unfortunately you, you so uh, i'm not i'm not going to get the place i used to go to well this is it there's yeah this is it there's 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 always plenty of options um and um i'm sure that i'd be able to get a little bit of an extension so that i could go and do some sort of fun stuff i mean for me i've always you know wanted to do uh like you could go yeah. to like dude ranches and stuff where you can I mean, have a go at, you know lassoing and all that from, you know country and western bars they're, they're all over 
Well, this is yeah. absolutely. They're a lot more common. Like I, yeah. I mean, I'd love to go to Nashville. I um and um not just because of the music, but because of uh, yeah, the barbecue, barbecue as well. Right. <laughs> I, like, I like food. Yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah, it's uh it looks so like we'll, it would we'll be a really, really fun fun sure thing she, to yeah, do. Well, this is yeah, it. I mean, she's got a new giant house now that we can all go and stay in, doesn't she? <laughs> this is it. It sounds perfect, doesn't it? We just we just all pile over to Missouri uh, and and go and say hi to Billy and and go and stay with her and country music bar. That's it. Southbound. That's the one. Are you going to are you going to keep doing your no? So is it like a permanent thing? As, yeah, yeah, as it's as, as permanent as it can be at the moment. Um, you know, see see how life goes. I mean, I um I, I have got a sort of provisional job offer um that uh, I've been offered uh subject to vetting and, and that sort of stuff. But um that's um that's will then obviously take up a lot more of my time. So as long as I can still fit in um, enough time to prepare and do the show because you know you it's it's trawling through your so library it, and trying to find songs and, and putting to, it all together to do an hour's show perhaps um i mean you could probably sort of double that in time spent yeah. sort of preparing for it and just making sure that you know you know what you want i mean um i've already yeah. set up my playlist for this week um so and, this week. um i i sort of yeah, yeah I, I'm doing one on Sunday. Um, it's, you know, it's it's post Boxing yeah. Day lull on Sunday, isn't it? So um, it's so it's that that it, horrible gap like, in between Christmas and New like, Year. Or do you or do you pre-record? I uh, yes, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> I'm 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 not allowed to um, get into that, unfortunately. Um, but um, yes, but it, you know, is it, the answer it to that? Just <laughs> really good. I'm sure it's a bit. Of, a bit of pre-recording, a bit of, oh, I'm glad. A bit of the other, the magic, the magic of radio. That's fine. Right. Well, the, yeah, the magic of radio. Let's let's just call it that. Uh, but no, Trans Radio is a uh, fantastic station. Avril and Lucy do have done an amazing job of setting that up and, and turning it into what it is today. Uh, there's so many different um, DJs and um, people that they have on there with all of just a whole range yeah, of talent just great. across. You know, from nineteen twenty up until today, yeah, there's so I've much. Working, I've been listening to a bit of trans radio as well. You know, it's just on in the background. It's, yeah, there's some really good daytime shows on there. It's quite yeah, it's absolutely. This is it, uh, and they ha- they just have such a wide range of talent, um, and and so much range of music. It's it's ridiculous, and it just shows the diversity that uh, you know a whole group of um, transgender people and allies uh, bring to to um yeah. to the radio station um and yeah no it really is and um uh, i you know hope to be able to continue to to do the show and and to uh bring bring more more country music to uh, to more folks and hopefully have some people come down and join us in the chat room because you know we have a bit of a laugh yeah. in the uh of a Sunday evening continue listening to your Good. your tunes yeah, please do, please do. I I uh, always appreciate having people. And please, if you know, if there's a song that you want, just send me a message, ask me for it, and if I've got it, you can have it. Yeah, well, any, anything from Dolly, anything from Patsy, you know. Well, I've got, I've definitely got one from Dolly on my list for this week. I'm actually uh, this week. I decided I'm doing an all female artist week. 
So all of the songs, and I couldn't do an all-female artist week with not having one from Dolly. Yeah. Um, so the uh, so she is on the the set list for Excellent. this week. She'll be tuning in as usual. Yeah, fantastic. So you, Thank you. You have a new job lined up. You mentioned. I mean, is that something you can talk about? Or yeah. Is it- um, well, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a provisional offer. It's a civil service job because um, I just I just found that working in the civil service is is fairly reasonable across the board. You know, you, there's not um, it's it's not the you must do this or you'll get sacked sort of visage that I have of the uh, the private sector um, and. Um, generally you get sort of supportive environments in which to work and and also sort of you know for that sort of self-development type yeah. uh way of way of looking at things there's always there's always options for that so um yeah i tried for a few and um currently i've, I've got uh, an offer um subject to you know security yeah. vetting um for uh, crown well, actually, court i mean that sounds, that sounds like a great job i mean it's um well, uh, it, absolutely. It's, it sounds like it sounds like it'll be interesting, um, and it's um, it's a bit of a, a, a distance away. I was hoping for for one a bit closer, but you know, you, you take what you can get at the moment, don't yeah. you? Um, so you're going to have to um, no. I'm not. I'm not a okay. judge, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I, you would be, I haven't passed. I see. Right. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, I I um I am going to be a clerk. So uh, it's just sort of, yeah. So uh, just courtroom management more than it. I do. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. I do think I get one of those sort of KP gowny yeah, type things that they wear. You're gonna have to wear something posh, you know. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I, I've got. I, Sammy bought me a suit, right, so okay. um, I'm right. I'm set there. But um, but no, I think I get one of those sort of like black like a, like a, gowny like type things thing. that they wear. Yeah, robe. That's yeah. that's the word. Yeah, I think I get. I think I'm not sure. I think I might get one of those. So uh, that'll be yeah. fun. Um, Good luck. I, I, hope, I hope everything goes through okay for you. Yeah, fact, I mean, I um, I know that my because um, my friends are civil servant, so I put them as my personal reference, um, and um, they um, they've already had the request for the reference through, and they've they've sorted that out. So um, it's just a case of everything else sort of getting done. But having had a couple of name changes yeah, in the last two years, it check. makes life a little bit more difficult. And so um, slow those so, yeah. security checks. I have to do security checks for my job. They are. They take months to come through sometimes. And not only that, sometimes they're not the brightest no. either. Like um, I had to put down my um, my work history and it said, you know, reason for leaving last job. And I'd written, move to a different county. Right. So they emailed me and said, oh, for, you said reason for leaving last job was move to a different country? And I'm like, <laughs> no, no <different>. read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I messaged back and I said, move to a different county, not country, and put them right next to each other so that they could see the difference. But they, they, normally, <laughs> they normally allow you to start working without getting your security checked cleared and then it, it follows up a few months later that's normally how it works i think uh well i i don't know i mean i know that there has been some there were some of that when um i was working um in a different department back along but uh because this is yeah, courts i think you, uh, i think it has to be done before you can uh because basically it says in the job offer that this is provisional don't give your notice right, in right, yet right. 
if you know so uh, I'm, I'm still sort of waiting on that so fingers crossed there isn't any reason that i shouldn't i don't have any cautions convictions there's nothing that i've not told the truth yeah, about yeah yeah this is it so um you know fingers crossed it's just it's just getting all the paperwork and the bureaucracy and all that done and then i should be able to yeah. start and then i'll be like oh why then do i have to work, five days to work all the time then you yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, no, you can't. No, I mean to be fair, I mean I've not I've not had a full time job since June of last year. Um so it's uh it's gonna be a bit of a shock to the system to be honest. Yeah, you'll be you'll be fine, I'm sure. I will be fine. It's just it, I'll just it'll take a couple of months to get used yeah. to it, so I think. I hear, I hear Santa's bought you a nice new present. Uh, sod Santa, I bought that oh, myself. <laughs> I um I've got a motorbike, yeah. I've um I I got uh it's called a Lexmoto, um, which is just a Chinese brand. Uh it's a Lexmoto Michigan one two five, so it's a cruiser style bike, which is like just super cool. Um it's got a, a, a army green or battalion green they call it tank, uh with a little bit of chrome here and there. Uh, so it's black and green and a bit of chrome um and um i uh i did have a cbt booked because i've not had a motorbike before uh but unfortunately due to tier four that's going to be postponed and i'm not entirely sure how long that's going to be postponed for uh but i got the motorbike so i could get to the job um because uh it turned out the bike was cheaper than a year's worth of train yeah, tickets yeah, sure it is. Um, it cheaper. You'd be yeah i mean it's, it's like three yeah, it was like three grand for the train tickets, and the bike was like eighteen hundred. Yeah, so you only have to um, buy the bike once. Exactly. Yeah, unless you yeah. break it. <laughs> so on your driving but, license, uh, but yeah, are you not pre-qualified for a bike? You have to get a separate test, do you? I don't. I don't. I don't have a full oh, driving okay. license. I was. I was. I was working on getting the driving license, uh, and then COVID, uh, and then I couldn't get a test. Um, and I don't know when I'll be able to get a test. On my, dri- on my driving so, license, it says I can, I'm qualified for, it's got a code A against motorbike. Now, I think, I think that's because yeah. I'm so old, and it's kind of... It's Possibly. Kind of, uh, <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's a, I didn't mean that. over a certain age, they've kind of... A... Uh, potentially, I don't, I'm not entirely sure how it works, but I think you still have to do um, a CBT, which is just your compulsory basic training, mm-hmm. Um, but that might that might let you ride I like a fifty twist and go type jobby. Uh, might actually, be a one two five level. I'm not sure. Potentially, it's... I don't know. But um, I would I would check that before yeah, you go and buy a motorbike, Mick. Go buy one, but I was just, <laughs> you know, I was just curious looking at my license because I knew you just yeah you know been doing that. No, I'm 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 not entirely sure to be honest, but uh, yeah, no. These days you've got to, because to um to have a full motorbike license, you've got to do a motorbike theory yeah. test as well now. Yeah, I could probably do. So um so yeah, I'm... the bike. Last time I was on a motorbike was about, who? Let me see, about forty years ago, and it was a, it was my brother's Vespa, and I crashed into the garage. Right, I crashed into the garage. I've never been. I've never been on a bike yeah. since. <laughs> fair, well, fair enough. I mean, I've, I've uh, the only, the only type of motorized bike I've been on is um, I mentioned before I went on holiday by myself uh, when I was sixteen and I went to Crete, and um, I had no kind of license, uh, but I managed to hire a moped 
um to uh just have a bit of a go go around the island and stuff so um that's the only time i've ever ridden one is is a twist and go um in uh, in, so no, in Crete. No um so no, gears. no gears no just just uh yeah yeah exactly piece of piece of uh i wonder if, I wonder if an electric say. motorbike would be the way to go these days you know well, um, the guy that delivered it actually was saying about the electric motorbikes, uh, and they are um, they are pretty yeah, darn quick. I've, I've seen a few. Um, so um, if you if you're sort of trying to ease Again, yourself no, into no it and and not which, just, die, it's just twist and go. Um, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it is twist and go, but you know you could also die a lot easier. So <laughs> yeah, well, try, try to avoid that bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the bit you're trying to avoid. I'll probably probably work on that. <laughs> Um, but no, it's um, that they are they are more simplistic in terms of not having the, the geared bit. But I think you know part of that is um, is the fun is getting to to figure out how to do all that and um, and then be able to do silly stuff on the road and, yeah, and so kill did yourself. You not fancy to get yourself I, a Harley or anything like that. Well, I mean, as much as I would love to, a I don't have the money for it, and b I I I. I I think I should probably yeah. start small yeah, and work my way these, up. I'm having these visions of you, you know, with your cowboy hat on, dry, riding a Harley down the street. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I'm seeing in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, ain't that illegal? So <laughs> it kind of goes with the, uh, the DJ image, doesn't it? It does. It does absolutely. Yeah, no, it does absolutely. If if um, if I could get to out to America, um, I, I'm pretty sure okay. you, there's some states where you don't yeah, have no, to wear no, a helmet. So yeah this is it yeah absolutely but um but no i've i have bought a helmet already it's pretty cool it, I've, it's got colors on it that match the bike which is um which yeah, is awesome i'm, I'm, I'm um, waiting looking forward to seeing the photos of you on the bike and uh, uh well that that might be, be a little while yet but um i did put some pictures of my bike oh, on twitter today so i don't know if you um yeah it's unfortunately it's there's there's bins and there's l plates on it and there's a big bloody Land Rover behind it but aside from that it's uh it looks pretty cool um I'm just not sat on it because um I was uh I was just sort of putting uh WD-40 all over the chrome so that it doesn't rust yeah uh, and um I uh this cover on it's gone back to sleep now um and that's and that's where it will stay so temporarily it's in, garage, it? it's in the garage for the... no uh, no I don't have a garage um but uh it's all locked up securely outside okay Okay. It's got one of those alarm locks on it so that I can right. hear if anyone tries to steal it. Yeah. Uh, so don't you be coming around here trying no, to steal I'll, my bike. I'll, I'll, I'll promise. <laughs> that'll be really silly because you work in a court. So I'd be, that'd be really silly. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you'd, be, you'd be up the creek without a paddle, wouldn't yeah, you? Would, indeed. <laughs> so Jason, it was uh, great talking to you today. Thanks for coming on. Oh, it's been loads of fun. It's, it's been nice talking yeah, to you. Great I, uh, I'm sorry for hanging up on you before. No, it's okay. I'll forgive you. <laughs> So I have I have one final question for you. I asked I asked the same to Billy last week. Okay, as go a, for as it. As an ending jingle, you get to choose between a goat, a cow, and a trumpet womp. Um, you know, like a womp, I'll go for the goat. Kind of. I, I like I like the goat because because you know what goat stands for, don't you? Oh, goat! You want a goat? Okay, goat. Yeah, greatest greatest of all time. There you go. <laughs> you will have a goat. Your I thank you. I appreciate the gate. Ah, <laughs> uh, awesome. So have a have a fantastic Christmas. Yeah, you too, Vicky. I hope you have lovely fun with your family. Say hi to Sammy and uh, everybody. I will. Do. And I guess are you are you doing a tea and coffee next week? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we are. Okay, I should see you on there. So I'll, I'll uh, see you there. No then. doubt, also see you on Numi's. Uh, I don't think we'll be there for the one on Christmas Day. She's not Numi's not going to be doing one for a, for a couple of weeks. But um, the next uh, Life is Strange one that she does, we will be there. Yes. Um, but then, uh, like I say, you can come down and and have a chat in the chat room on uh, Trans Radio uh, on Sunday, and I'll be there. Yeah, okay, we shall see you then. Thank, thanks again. Thank All right. For thanks on. for having me on. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, okay. Great. Awesome. All, All right. right. You take care, Thanks. mate. Cheers. Have a fantastic Christmas. Yeah, All right. Bye, Bye for now. Bye. Bye.